DCM works. Guilty until proven innocent. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. It did. I, that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my screen. god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. My name is David DCM. Creative director and lead writer, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Ben. Her. Were you just scowling at your beer for some reason? <laughs> my beer is brown. Your the beer itself? Beer is brown. Yeah, but it looks very like oh. like maroon inside oh. this can. It's like uncomfortably almost blood colored. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is a vampire beer. It's for vampires. Oh, that's cool. Which is good because this week we're talking it's about Halloween. The... No, it's not. Will uh. it be? By the time this goes up, probably. probably. Anyway, we're not doing a horror film. Instead, we're doing Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> the humor of Good Morning yeah. Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam! Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. Is that me or does that sound like an Elvis Presley movie? Viva Da Nang. Oh, Viva Da Nang. Now, uh, you hadn't seen this, had you? No. Which is odd, because it's like one of Robin Williams' best films. I didn't like it. Really? I didn't like it. See, I like this. (laughs) I like... Okay, no, I want to talk about this, because a lot of people don't. Yeah, I did not enjoy it. Um, Okay, let's start from the top. And especially the... If we're talking about the humor of it, that's a big reason why I didn't enjoy it. Mm. Um, so what from the top? Why didn't I like it? Yeah, well, just run me through why you didn't like it. I thought the story was generally uninspired. Like I get what they were going for. They were trying to get like the calm before the storm mm-hmm. kind of thing with the Vietnam War. Um, but and like from the perspective of like a, just a, a normal civilian, which is fine. That's great. Like I don't mm. mind that kind okay. of story. That can be interesting. But but like so you have this cool story and you want to deliver it through the you want to deliver it through the vessel that is Robin Williams right yeah but then you tell him that his character's a comedian yeah it's not the way it's not the way you do it like Robin Williams is a funny guy pales in comparison in terms of making a dramatic film as Robin Williams as a non-funny guy yeah, you're right. And like, I think that's why I really didn't enjoy the movie. Okay. Because, so, it's a, it's a two-hour-long film. Yep. Like, almost to the T. Um, almost on the on the nose, yeah. It's pretty much exactly two that, hours. There was a point in time where that was the thing. You yeah. get two hours. Odd, yeah. And I remember, like, getting up to the point where the f- explosion happens at the bar. Yeah. And then going, looking at the time, and it's like, it was an hour through, and I'm like... Okay, so the movie gets okay. the movie starts an hour way through. Yeah, like the first hour of the film for me was just complete nonsense, really shitty character development. Yeah, like non-existent jokes. Like, so I think the the one part that really ticked me off about this film <laughs> is that ninety percent of the film was just I feel like it was just them in a room with Robin Williams and they just went. Just do some jokes for a bit, and we'll film it, and then we'll put it into we'll a movie. Do a montage. Do some, do some, do some jokes about, do some improv jokes about, you know, armies and stuff. Which I guess, you know, it's what his character's meant to be. But like, that combined with the obviously overacted sort of laugh reactions from all the other characters just killed it for me. Because it was the kind of thing where, like, you know, you're listening to Robin Williams, who was traditionally a funny dude. Yep. And he's saying all these jokes that kind of aren't that funny p- 
partly because we're not in the army, but also partly because they're just not that funny. Mm. And then you have all the people who are like stifling back laughter and losing yeah, it and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And you're like, I, it just pulls you out of the film. I think, and half the film is that. It's, a, it's pretty is, much half of that. It's montages. Half of that, the film yeah. is just voiceover of the radio show and random reaction shots from like big belly white boys. Like without shirts, Big old white boys. on like like lying on like fucking goddamn like tanks and shit, just having a giggle, and it's like, what is this film? Interesting. See that that's so interesting to me because like one of the reasons that, and then you know, and then the the ham fisted fucking we're all one anti racism Vietnam storyline, which I thought was horribly forced, and it didn't help the fact that I hated Robin Williams' character the moment I saw him. He's not likable. No, he's not at all. So it's like, why do I? I don't care about his struggles the, and his jokes yeah. aren't funny. One of the biggest faults. Like, of the I film love Robin Williams. Is, I love his films, but fuck me, this was hard to watch. The, yeah, one of the biggest problems with this film is there's no one to like. No, it's, even like because I mean the the closest. I started person... liking the villains by the end of it. I started liking the 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 lieutenant like the lieutenant guy who yeah. has like who runs the radio thing and mm. he thinks he's a comedian but his jokes are shitty he's great I, he was funnier yeah, he was <laughs> like great. his jokes were funnier because they were so bad but like whenever he when he was like saying his jokes on oh, the radio there was I I was like I... well his jokes were f- like his were actually funny because they mm. were so bad but everyone was just like all the 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 thing that I think killed the movie was me was like the reactions. Of yeah, because you have this, you have this. No one laughed of, at him being bad. Yeah, and I would be fucking losing it. Like yeah, he was so shitty, and then he plays poker, like polka music. Yeah, I, like I mean, for fuck's sake, it, that's hilarious. And everyone's great. just like, oh. and when he ends it with just like, I think you have to give me an apology. That's hilarious, but like, none of the film was that good. I, like that was the best part th- of the I, film I for think, me. I think they, I think they impaired themselves because. One of the reasons that it's so odd is that because it's the army, there's structure that requires certain things, right? So, like, the fact that he's a commanding officer and he's doing these jokes or whatever, they actually can't laugh at him being bad. Like, yeah. they can't because they well, like, it's their job not to. But even... So, like, the premise is just... I think I think the problem is it's a faulty premise. Well, I guess, like, I get the idea that they're meant to be, like like an army and stuff, but then why do they let him walk around wearing random civvy clothes? They make a mention of it when he walks... I forget his name. Uh, Con something. Cronel. Cronel, yeah. When he, when he walks onto the... When he comes onto the, the base... He and does like wear the, army clothes after that for the rest of it. Yeah, there's, on there's occasion. One, no, there's one scene where he doesn't, where he wears a dress shirt and slacks, but he, he wears um, like army clothes for the rest well, of the wearing he's, he's wearing Air Force clothes, I think. Well, yeah, because he's an airman. Because he's Air Force, not Army. Yes. But he, he still sticks out, is the thing. Well, that's because everyone else is Army and he's Airman. Yeah, which is, to me, kind of made it, like, I, yeah, I didn't realize he was wearing Air Force. For me, it was just, he was wearing general smart civvy clothes. Because he wasn't with, wearing green. I watched it with my stepdad, who was in the Air Force, but he was in the RAF, so he was in the Australian Air Force. Sure. Um, and, yeah, his biggest comment, he was like, yeah, I get... It was interesting. So he was talking about this idea that the biggest problem with the film is that they picked a time in the army where it was really hard to do anything that wasn't what the army wanted you to do. Like, yeah. I mean, even now, it's still the army. Like, it's still this toxic kind of power system. Mm. Um, yeah. But but they picked a weird time where it was so critical that people were in their roles and they were doing these things that to tell a story about a comedian in that space in the way they wanted to is a great idea because it's an interesting yeah, like premise. They, they... But they just really made it, like, 
He should have been... He should have been reprimanded a lot harder a lot earlier on. Like, they, they, yeah, they were, made the these comments was... that it's just like, you can't go in the air yeah. and act like there was that. An hour with but then no... he just continued yeah. and did the same thing. There was the an hour thing. with no stakes. I think that's the biggest yeah. problem. Like, if if the first time he played, um, you know, Martha Reeves and the Mandela's Nowhere to Run To, which is an amazing song. If yeah. he, the first time he played that... If he if they were like yeah you're being officially reprimanded then but then they got phone calls when he started playing shitty music and they were like where's the you know what about what about Adrian's yeah. music whatever and then they just started playing licensed songs because they had the money I guess well it was nah, a, a they lot of that, it they weren't that big at that time though uh, yeah I guess it, in this comes yeah. to that category of a film that well they they use the Beach Boys a lot which are obviously have been the big Beach forever Boys, yeah. but like yeah it was this you got to remember this was made a long time ago like this was ninety seven. I think seventies, seventies. I think yeah. Is it? I'm gonna have a look. Seventy-eight. I have it on here. Seventy-eight. Um, yeah. Keep keep talking. You um. Just keep keep ranting. Okay. Nineteen eighty-seven is when it was put so out. Seventy-eight, eighty-seven. So considering that, I think it dates. From, yeah, it's okay. It, it dates itself. Like it does date. <laughs> oh yeah. I but mean. I think for when it was made, like it, it's it's solid. But I think now, and this might just be a product of that we spend all of our time looking at sophisticated stuff. Yeah, this is really basic, and it was made well, in a basic way. It's even not like I don't think it's. I, I watching it, there are some parts where you're like, "Fuck me!" They had a budget, like they will just have random shots. No, I, sorry, just... I, don't, I don't mean monetarily. I mean they're trying to tell <laughs> a basic story. So well, yeah, yeah, should have been no, that's the thing. Yeah, no, I agree. They're, they're telling a very basic story, but they they put in these shots where they'll pan across a landscape. There'll be helicopters flying in the fucking thing. Yeah. There'll be tanks. There'll be like fifty extra actors, and you're just like. Why is all the money going into that? Like, if they wanted to tell this, like, deeply personal, which it is, it's a very singular, yeah. it's like, a, it's like one person, and like, you know, like, they should have, it should have been a lot more personal, they should have focused more on the... I just think we needed more scenes with Adrian Cronow doing stuff. Well, they should have... Like, going about his life. Like, they either, they should have either gone, like, fucking full ham with the love story that they were trying to set up for some fucking reason. It, but it wasn't a... Well, no, oh, see, for fuck's okay. sake. I mean, like, no, hang it on, was let, just okay. disgusting. Let me, let me defend why they did that and justify they wanted... it to you. <sighs> Alright. Here's what it is. Sure. It's not a love story. No, it's not. But there's... There's the love... There's the... That no. whole ham-fisted Viet- Vietnamese not, friend part. It's not ham... That's that's what it was like. I know that it seems to us, because we're like, that's so unsubtle. But that's literally what happened. Is, like, you would get these, like... And I was... Because I was talking... When we were watching it, Gil was like, oh, yeah, that, that stuff still happens in other countries or whatever. But that's, like, what you would do, is you would just stop following a woman around. Oh, no, 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 no. I get that. No, I get that. Yes. Like, I know what, that's okay. a thing. Yeah. Like, I understand the whole idea of... Like, Vietnam has a... Like, after the war, where there were just a bunch of babies with no fathers. Yeah. I get that. But, to me, it was the kind of thing where, like, they tried to play into that a bit, but at the same time, they were trying to play this other storyline of the whole radio show thing that I felt like they should have just gone hard with one or hard with the other. Yeah, I agree. I think Because if... they, did, they did neither one well. No, you're right. If they'd gone full... I think they should have gone full radio and had it be about... Oh, yeah, I think it should have been full radio. I would have loved to see Adrian Cronauer and, like, the way like, that he has to deal with the he... rest of the people in the... Because he's not Marine. He becomes a fucking random English teacher at a school that he's not meant to be the teacher no, that, of because that, he that, pays off the dude That also once. just happened, yeah. Like, that, that, just, is... that just happens. I was just like, oh, is this suddenly, like, Patch Adams or some no, shit? No, but that like, also what did... is What is going I on? I mean, again, uh, not to defend this, but that did also happen a lot. 
People what, like just... Marines would do shit like that all the time. Like people. But at the same, like it's part. A, it's part. Of, a, I know. I know. For, for movie. us, <laughs> for us, it's like don't like why. Or, no, I, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like. It's the kind of thing where it's just like it just happened, and then they sort of stopped acknowledging it. Yeah. Like in the story, like I wouldn't mind it because you know it's it's hard to do a lot of stuff in the amount of time you have. Yeah. And they were trying, yeah, they were running like right. three different storylines in a two-hour film, and none of them were done very well, and then all of the money was blown on helicopters. I think there's a part of me that wonders if this was funded in part by the military, because although it doesn't glorify warfare, it shows the complexity of what it's like to be at war. Like I, 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 I think I, it must have, because the... The last few bits, the last like ten minutes of the film are basically infantry porn. When he's driving into the, uh, when he's like leaving, yeah, but I don't think and it's it, just yeah, but shot that after point, shot not, of marines. At that point, it's not supposed to be though. At that point, you're like, this is not. Well, yeah, because that point's the start of the Vietnam War. Yeah, at that That's point, like the start of the escalation. You're meant to yeah. be like, oh, like you're these like, are all the marines coming yeah. in. I think if, if if you gave this to a um, uh, a gen, what are the new gen? Gen Zero? What are they called? What's the one below Gen Y? What are the, what's the one below us? us? Millennials. No, Millennials are Gen Y. What's the one below that? What? No, we're Millennials. No, I know. Millennials and Gen Y are the same thing. No, they're not. Gen Y is like... No, Gen Y is like 40-year-olds. Or like 30-year-olds. No, Gen Y is 21 to 35. Or 21 to 40 or something. No, we're the oldest of our generation. Yeah, I know. We're the, we're the bottom end of theirs, aren't we? No, we're the oldest of ours. No, I always get confused. And we're Millennials. No, millennials are twenty-one to like. No, they're 30. not. I just had a meeting today where I got. That's what. Well, anyway, they're wrong. That's not what millennials matter. are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Millenn- matter. It millennials doesn't matter. are like, tw- like we're the oldest, and it goes down to like, like people who were born this millennium. Oh, that makes sense. Hence, millennials, and that, we're the oldest of them because we're ninety. Sense. I think we're ninety using something. That. Using that name people right. know how old we are, huh? People know. Yeah, we're ninety-five. What people? We're the oldest. Well, of they do now. I'm pretty sure they know we're twenty-one. They've well. Shout outs to being able to drink in the US. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm. Whereas I've been an alcoholic for three years. There. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. What I was gonna say was, um, I think if you gave this to a, to a to a teenager now and you had them watch it, uh, they wouldn't get a lot of it because they don't have the historical. Well, if context. someone doesn't know what the Vietnam War is, they won't understand but, it at all. But even if they know what the Vietnam War is, you have to know at least a bit of the history to understand. Yeah, where you have to know what and, happened and why it's so like why this point in time is so important and yeah. why someone like I think something they did well is they portrayed the idea of someone like someone like Adrian Cronow and how important that was at the time. Yeah. Like, there were literally, like, there were there were not actual wars, but there were, like, really aggressive um, sanctions and stuff to make sure that people that won stuff like radios and stuff like that at the time in Vietnam, there were aggressive sanctions to make sure those people stayed and did what they were doing because, like, that was the only thing stopping well, was, like, these the, people from going crazy. Was that whole censorship thing also... Uh... Yeah, that was literally how it worked. So they would print off and then the, they would have people that were trained by the military and the CIA the and they would, they, would, they would cross off and they would say right. that things are okay. And it was a really complicated job and they had to deliver news that was relevant but not sensitive. Yeah, that was interesting. And I feel like if they'd But again, done a... if they'd gone to the radio and gone in hard, that would have been really fascinating. Yeah, if for me, the, if the film would have been a lot better if it was about, you know, like, he, he comes in as a disc jockey, because he's just doing, he, they're just like, just run this radio show for the Marines, and he comes in, and he's just like, you know, you got to deliver the news as well, and they're like, whatever, and he, you know, he, maybe he grinds against some of the, some of the higher ups, but because people like him, he's not breaking any rules, because they're like, you know, we want to de-stress our Marines, mm-hmm. and then he sort of gets tied up in this 
whole censorship censorship issue. And maybe he has a, a Vietnamese friend that he meets at the bar. Leave yeah. it at that. And he sort of talks with them, and he goes, well, there's all this stuff happening, and maybe the explosion still happens. And yeah. You have that whole thing where he mm. comes in, he's still got blood on him. And they're just like, you can't report what just happened. Like, that was a good scene. Yeah. Like, that was really powerful. And when he tries to, fo- like, I think when he tries to force it, and it just doesn't... Yeah, like, that oh, was really powerful, yeah. but, like, then it just kind of, you but, know, like... Because the framing of it doesn't... Yeah, the rest yeah. of the movie, like, that was the most sincere scene in the entire film, but you just forget about it by the end. And the fact that, that like... That should have been the one hour, 40 minute mark. Yeah. Or something. Like, that, like, that should have been, been the like, climax. the big climax. Where, yeah. And, you know, he should have been, like, you know, he should have, like, lost it by then, and then, then been discharged with like medical and then you're like wow that's a really powerful film yeah but like no they just do this weird and like the fact that the the fucking colonel basically sends him off to die Mm. where he he talks to the dude it's just like is this road safe and it's just like no and he's just like give him a 24-hour pass i'm like who who is this villain like this like that doesn't like i don't know i can't say it doesn't happen but like for fuck's sake that's such a caricature where it's just like, yes. ho, 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 I'm going to send him on a road that's dangerous, so yeah. he dies. It's like, what the fuck? It's a little it's too It's not believable in the, in the, in I the think, slightest. I think it's not believable, because they spend so much effort and time making it feel like it's really part of that time period. And they're like, and here's a villain guy. Yeah, and, like, Maybe, and, he, and here's an evil character. Like, and you're just, like, it was surely just little, not. It was just a little too much. Yeah. Like, if, I mean, even the... Um, and it didn't even matter. It didn't matter. No. They got saved and he came back on a helicopter. Like, that scene is completely unnecessary. Yeah. Like, if if they'd gone the other way and he makes it to the Marines and then actually interviews them like he was meant to in the first place, and then you get some different perspectives, that would have been cool. Because uh. it could have been, like, you know, he's now a, you know, he's gone from disc jockey to... To interacting with these... But again... To just being behind the radio and uh, then actually being... Yeah. Yeah, almost an investigative journalist. And again, that would have been more interesting if that was the route they'd gone down with the radio stuff. If they yeah. really honed into that, I mean, like, what is the interesting story to tell? Yeah, but him? instead they played the tried to tell whole, like three stories, and then they and... just had him, you know, fucking improv for hours, and then just slap that. And it's just like, I love you, Robin Williams, but just, goddamn, it, this movie was really hard to watch. It felt like they, yeah, I don't know, if, I don't know if it's just because it's dated or whatever, but it just felt like I don't a real think miss. it was dated. I think it was. It's just a missed up. They just missed. Also, a lot two of hours is a weird length. Like, there's a reason we don't make two hour films. We it's make either an hour and a half, or we or make three it's hours. Real long. Yeah, because two hours, it felt like two thirds of a film. You know, by the it end did. of it, I was just like, "There's." Sh- I wish there was more, or I wish there was less. That's yeah. You're like, I wish it had ended when just after the bomb went off. Or I yeah, wish it had yeah. I wish because been... the bomb happens in an hour. So if there was half an hour after that fucking job done that's a that's a good yeah. film length that's the apex that's where you and you would have had chill down the, from there yeah you have your resolution you've hit the yeah. top point of your story grid that's and literally where it happens but the problem in hour is and a half films then there's another hour and you're like what you're like what the fuck are they gonna do in this if hour been a TV and they show, just fill it with garbage I, I, it's just the la- I, it's yeah, fascinating like, yeah the the hour point is where the film gets interesting but the last hour is the worst mm. I think is the problem with the film and it I don't disagree yeah and I I mean I was going in with really quite high expectations because again I haven't seen this film but everyone knows the fucking scream of Good Morning yeah. Vietnam it's a classic and I was you know when he does it the first time I'm like that's that that's the sound bite that's yeah. the one I've heard and yeah. you know he he does it a lot of the times but it doesn't really get old even you know he only does it about four times he does it the first time times. the second time the third time when it's really half assed because after the bomb and then the fourth time with the marines mm. when he's talking to them I thought that was good the bit where when he's doing the, again, clearly improv, like, jokes with the Marines. I think that was written. That was... You think that was written? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I, I guarantee that was written. Well, that was good because yeah, it must have been because of the yeah. The, the, the that was good because that was comedy with a basis. Like he was responding, he was making jokes about something. Whereas mm. the radio stuff would have just was just rapid fire stuff, half of which I didn't know what the fucker was about. But I suppose because that's it also was very you, timed. You don't have those references. Yeah, either. you know, like yeah. you know, it was based on the time. Well, I guess it could have been funny, but See, it. it 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 was like Gil explained some of it to me, and he was like, "These are really clever for these reasons." I was yeah. like, "Yeah, okay." So some of that is just that it's lost to time because we yeah, don't I have guess. those references. But it's you know, comedy that lasts is comedy that it lasts because everyone you know it's not based on something. I don't know. I think yeah, but there's, but there's, there's a, good comedy and then there's comedy that lasts. It can be both. Yeah, you're right. Or it, can, a, be or it can be either. You're right. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, and I think this is comedy. This this could be comedy that's good. I mean, it probably is because mm. it's Rubman, but it's of its time. Yeah. But the the stuff on the radio is comedy that's good, whereas the stuff when he's interacting with those Marines, that's comedy that's good and it lasts. Yeah, because it's not tied to... Because it's just reacting to, like, what's your name? Yeah. And then he stutters and he makes a joke about the Irish people always stuttering, which is classic. Um, Classic Robin Williams. Classic, classic racism. Got him him good. So I just... Yeah, I I went in... You know, I got what I wanted about 20 minutes into the film. Yeah. And then, no, that's it. You watch well, what you watch it for is you watch it for your like okay, I got my Robin Williams. Yeah, you watch it for the Robin Williams, and then you know you, I sort of I you know I ended up like watching like a bunch of YouTube videos, like just pausing the movie, watching something else, yeah, coming back. So I was just like, fuck, this is hard to watch. Mm. And I think you know I got to the hour bit, and then I was like, oh shit, like the film's getting interesting. And then, and then I the watched for like twenty minutes later, I was like, when is it gonna end? Yeah, you're like what <laughs> happens? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a bit like that. I don't know. It's. I think it's worth... Watch at least the... F- watch the first hour. If you're going to watch this and you haven't seen it yet, watch the first yeah, just, hour. Yeah, just watch it for the... Watch it so you know what the film is, so that when someone asks you if you've seen it, you can say yeah. Yeah. And... So that you don't have to be told, oh, you should watch it, it's great, because... Yeah. I mean, if... I can't imagine many people... Well... I mean, people would probably just say it's good because it has Robin Williams, because that's what happens when you die. Yeah. Um, but... I still think it has value. I think it does. It, it has... It's probably... I mean, is... Most of the radio stuff has to be improv, right? No? Written? It's all written. All written? Yeah. Man, it just makes it worse. Because it's uh, just garbage, I then. Well, th- it's, I, I believe... I mean, like, was... I feel like some of it has to be. Oh, de- definitely a Like, a his por- acting for of course, it. Of course, of course a portion yeah. of it was. His, his um, delivery is... Because yeah, Robin Williams' delivery of any line, he makes... Like, the writing is only half of his performance. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's obviously improv because, no, you know, you can't instruct Robin Williams well, to do anything. It's, sort of, it's the same way that you do stuff like that. So when you script that... Um, you just say, here's some jokes to make. Well, what you do fun. is you say, you know, you're doing you're doing a joke section about... Marine or the weather. A marine on a, on a bumpy trail. Yeah. Or you're doing it about this piece of news that actually happened. Yeah. And then he... And then yeah. you, you go, our framing for this is that you're going to pretend like it's... The Wicked Witch of the West, and then he yeah. goes, "Great, I can do that." And then he does, and then he works, yeah, and, and then they, cho- they workshop it until he finds something that works. And he gets something, yeah. So it's sort of a collaborative process usually. Yeah, so it's just it's comedy. Um, yeah, rather than ra- specifically rather than improv. scripted jokes about yeah. it. Whereas, like, if you're looking at like a TV show, it's often scripted jokes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it has. I think this has value, and I, I, it's not amazing. Watch the first hour, but I think the really important thing. Yeah, like get, when you get to the explosion, stop watching. <laughs> watch, 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 watch his, for the explosion just reaction. after, and then yeah. and then you can and then you the, can stop. You can stop. Yeah. But what it does is it gives you actually a, just watch the first hour and a half. Yeah, avoid it gives, the last well, half. It, hour. it gives you a pretty good representation of what that time period was like. Because yeah, spoiler alert, he goes home. 
Yeah, well, that's of course the end does. of the film, so you but, don't need to watch it. But I, I, th- I think I think it's important because it gives you an idea of what that time period was like. It gives you an idea of what working in the military in that time was like. Yeah, and it's a good indication of like how uh, toxic the military can be if you're in the wrong position. Yeah. And I think there were some interesting cultural perspectives of sort of Vietnamese life there. Yeah, some of it, um, you know, most of it was sort of just like to the side. I think the funniest one was the the chaperone mm. on their date, which was just the entire family. Great. And that happens. And yeah, it, and I thought that was pretty humorous. I'm like, oh, okay, it's like he's clearly completely out of his depth, mm. and you he's know not really used to this. Mention- speaking of that, I think something they did very well is they were never disrespectful, even in their jokes of the Vietnamese culture. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And there I, was no. It's really difficult. yeah. They they didn't they. They did a really good job of not villainizing the culture, even when you know one of the main characters, the Vietnamese kid, yeah. was he was part of the he terrorists. was a bad guy. But they never they you know that final scene where he gets confronted, which again it's really unfortunate that it's at the very end of the film because you have to go through a lot of garbage to get to it. Mm. But that you know tearjerker scene, which isn't that sad, but you know they're all crying during it, like that was really good because that was a pretty you know interest interesting perspective delivered <laughs> delivered fairly sort of authentically because it's, it felt like it yeah it, yeah it because overdone. he doesn't have amazing english yeah. so it's coming across in this broken english and you're you're thinking you're like that's you know that's kind of legit yeah there were a lot of moments in the film where you're like whoa that like it felt it feels very real yeah. in the way that they've done it and you know it has i agree with you like everything you've said i i completely agree <laughs> yeah but i think there is real value in this for if you are someone that doesn't understand what that conflict was like, or even if you don't understand, even if you're someone who's like, I don't get why people who are in, you know, people who live in Iraq or in Afghanistan uh, find these people who've come in so distressing. Yeah. Watch Good Morning Vietnam, because it's exactly what it's like. Mm. There are these people that come in, they're totally different, they, they don't know the culture at all, and they just... They just kind of fuck around and, and they, boss well, they you just around. change your th- country. Yeah, I think the the most sort of, the biggest lines for me were when... Robin Williams' character would say things like, we're here to help your country. Because mm. it's the kind of thing where you hear that and your immediate sort of... Ins- you're, like, nowadays, the immediate reaction, you kind of think back, you're just like, well, no, you're not. You like, never and you, you never, you never were. were. And, like, and, we but, know that now, that but, that yeah. line, we're here to help your country. Like, that gets echoed, like, you know, with post-9-11 oh. and Everything. what's happening in Syria. is like, you get that, which is like, we're trying to help you. So it's like, don't you kind of just make things worse but i th- i think the problem i don't want to get political but i think the no. problem is um and i'm well actually you know what i don't give a shit and you know what no you know what, you know <laughs> what i'm gonna say <laughs> we're not gonna get political but i'll say this as always we have opinions and we're fairly liberal um yeah we're, we're both fairly i'm left. i'm relatively conservative in some of my opinions <laughs> yeah. um i'm patriotic I'm- as fuck uh, but I'm, not in not in a nationalistic way. I'm hilariously central. Exactly. We're, actually, we're both hilariously central yeah, we're in a both lot of ways. Quite to the point where it's almost infuriating when we try to do reviews of stuff because we just don't have a yeah, strong just, yeah. opinion. But that being said, I think it's interesting that they examine this idea of the military tells it's an echo chamber. Everyone is saying we're here to help them. We're here to help them. Yeah. Eventually, everyone is saying it. You just start to believe it. <clears throat> Yeah, and like he, when he was saying it, it was it was never delivered as a line that was meant to be punchy. It was just, just it was that just he it knows. was just yeah, it was just the reaction. It was just like his knee jerk. It's something that like, he knows to be true because it's been said so. Yeah, much. so he would just say it 
like it was it was said by a couple of characters just offhandedly mm. and it was never meant to, it was never like delivered as they never they never drove it they just yeah, let they it never, sit like they they never sort of sh- shone a light on it they just had it sort of waft across the fucking screen yeah. and you're just like whoa there goes the racism <laughs> yeah and and because it's part of that and that was what it was and it's still yeah. like that now and I think that that is where this film has value for me yeah is in showing those experiences that we are never because we're never going to join the military no, but, a bit late but, for that. But seeing this, yeah. Well, yeah, also they wouldn't a bit take chubby us. for that as well. Yeah, they wouldn't take us. I have too many medical conditions. I wouldn't like. I have. Me. I have too many rolls. I drink too much. Yeah. Um, but too many rolls. I have like one too many. One too many. One too many rolls. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I, I think that it's worth watching just because it gives you that insight into what it's like to work in a structure like the military and how easy and quickly you, you can go from joining yeah. to do a good thing. Uh, and, and how the system can funnel you into doing the wrong thing. And there's a couple of films that do that really well. Um, We've talked before about Spec Ops: The Line, which is Spec the, Ops: The Line the, is the also we should probably do uh, Full Metal Jacket at some point. That's a yep. it's a film that does that side really well. I haven't whole, seen it. Yeah, it's the it's a very good indoctrination film. Okay, in terms of showing indoctrination. Yeah, not yeah, actually I know what you, I know indoctrinating what you mean. Yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, this area always interests me because I think it's something that gets explored in fiction a lot. You know, I mean, it's, it's why stuff like the Hunger Games became so popular. Like, because it's a really interesting area of psychology. Yeah. Of how do you how does a structure uh, like the military how does that change the way that people behave and how does yeah. it you know effectively brainwash you without you realizing? Hmm. I, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, the film is whatever, but I, yeah, yeah the, the first fi- hour and a half. Film, yeah, the first yeah. hour and a half, like, get up to the bomb, see the reaction, then you can kind of go. Yeah, you can go home. Yeah, yeah. And not that's, much after that. And that's fine. And and I think it does what it needs to do. It's not great. I think, I think it's the kind of thing where the the actual climax they were going for is worse than the, the climax, climax that they through. created. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, no, yeah, totally. Um... But look, as always, Ben, where can people find us? Oh, Twitter, it's somewhere. You got him. Uh, you, f- you got him this time. You just hit it on the head. Yeah. So we're at DCM underscore works on the tweet on the tweeters. Uh, we're at Facebook, DCM works social. Uh, we're on Patreon as well, patreon.com slash DCM works. You can go there. You can bloody give us a dollar. Give us a buck. Or done. Whatever. It's up to you. It's be um, we're on the YouTube. If you want to go there, you can have a look. We're youtube.com slash DCMworks. Listen to this thing on YouTube as well. You can do it. Um, well, there's other stuff. You can, what, if you want to. Um, I have a new channel, The Antagonist. I do video essays. You can check that out. Otherwise, this episode is brought to you by DigitalOcean. Um, they are a web hosting service, so you go to them and uh, you, have a, you have a server with them. Uh, and if you use our referral link, that'll be in the show notes, dcm.works slash ocean. You get a sweet $10 of credit. DigitalOcean are cool. They're doing a current thing where... This is completely unrelated to what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, keep going. They're doing a current thing called Hacktober. Yep. Where if you're a developer, you can you can get a t-shirt yeah. by contributing to open source things. It's cool, isn't it? It's great. They're, they're, they're a great cool company. People. I really yeah, like them. A, I, was, I, I got an email from them, and they were like, join Hacktober. I was like, cool. And I was like, wait a minute, DigitalOcean? Yeah. Fucking they're really them. cool. Thanks, fam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, going to a, um, I'm going to Melbourne and at the end of the year, and I'm going to a convention they're having there. Um, for for developers and stuff, yeah. so I'm pretty pretty excited. But yeah, they're a great 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 uh, great company, and they are really friendly over the phone. Mm. So if you go to dcm.works/ocean, um, you get ten dollars off, which is about swarm around in it's that a, ten, it's ten dollars. About two months of hosting. So yeah. if you want like a website, if you're going to start a podcast, we we use them to host all our podcasts. Yeah, um, they're super reliable. Uh, we have one URL, so we have dcm.works, but I create droplets within that for all our podcasts. So they're like independent servers yeah. that exist within our structure. Super easy to use, and yeah, they have great customer support. So get amongst it. Um, one of those, one of those people that I would plug, even if they 
weren't paying us. Oh, but they are oh, paying us. But they are paying Please us. Please so keep we're paying us. Do it. <laughs> yeah. um, look, guys, I'm at DZ my Pie. I'm at Literal Citrus. And we'll bloody see you next week. Unless you unsubscribe, why would you do that? Stop giving them ideas. You said it last yeah, week as well. Yeah, it was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did I? I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 